Welcome everyone to the EOS Fireside Chat for November 9th. We've got a lot of great topics to talk about today, including the EOS Network Foundation at 20, Token 2049. We'll of course talk about the general crypto market turmoil that's going on right now. There's had some nice successes this, this week uh, for EOS in with Recover Plus and also with Yield Plus releasing their uh, report for October. Uh, there's been a P2P Discovery RFP released. Uh, we'll talk a bit about EOS support and the, and the technical surveys that they're doing for the EOS community. Give a shout out to Upland and some of the new developments that have uh, recently happened out there, including a FIFA partnership that was just announced today. Uh, we'll be also giving a shout out to WordProof, another OG EOS app that is timestamping um, using the EOS network, and maybe even talk about some uh, some airdrops for some EOS and Wax account holders with the new Libre uh, chain. Um, but before we get into all of those good topics, uh, in case you don't know, EOS is a layer one smart contract platform that is governed by its community. It's the only crypto network that has had a foundation emerge organically from within the community years after the launch of the network. Since the creation of the EOS Network Foundation, the new EOS has seen an incredible acceleration of progress and innovation. The EOS Network Foundation has built an excellent team that's been able to quickly establish essential frameworks that empower the EOS community to do its best work and live its best life through foundational initiatives like the recognition grants, the Blue Paper Research Series, the Pomelo Crowdfunding Platform, and the Direct Investment Framework, and the ongoing EOS Roadshow, the community has been activated and energized to a level not seen since the launch of the network. Many of these initiatives are actually starting to blossom, such as the great successes of Recover Plus and Yield Plus, which we'll be covering in detail later on in the show. So EOS is in the middle of an epic narrative reversal, and the new EOS has the potential to become the greatest crypto comeback story of all time. My name is Stefan. I'm one of the co-founders of EOS Nation. We're currently a top-ranked block producer on EOS and other antelope chains, and I'm happy and honored to be your host today. So thank you, everyone, for joining us live on Discord. We've already got 40 people in the house. Love to see it. We encourage you guys to jump into the show here. We want to hear your questions, your comments. Uh, at any time, you know, feel free to jump in. Uh, also, shout out to everyone uh, listening live or on the replay on YouTube, on Twitter, on Facebook. Uh, thanks for being part of the Yas community. And we invite you to join us here in the Discord server. Uh, Discord.gg front slash EOS dash network is how you can find us in Discord. Um, so today, of course, we'll be talking about EOS, but also the Antelope ecosystem. Antelope is the name for the community-owned blockchain software that powers a variety of highly performant blockchain networks, such as EOS, Telos, Wax, UX, and many others. All right. So before uh, we get started with the topics here, remember, if you jump on the mic, uh, state your name uh, when jumping on. Of course, uh, you can also chat in the text chat here on Discord. Uh, you can also share some pictures, some memes, whatever it is. Love to see some visuals out there and also links. You can find links to all the stories that we're talking about. So that's another reason to join us on Discord live for this show. Uh, every day during the Fireside Chat, we also give out some pop tokens. So 
get into the PopBot chat channel and register your EOS account for your pop tokens for today. Uh, and um, remember, reminder that we're still doing the road to 10K promotion where we're giving away prizes for people who use their custom invite link to invite friends to this community server. We're up to 6,200 members and uh, yeah, it's been great to see the progress. All right. So let's get into it. Already we're seeing some solid memes in the chat. I like it. Um, so ENF, unfortunately today, uh, Zach and Eve are not able to join us. Um, I know we all love hearing from those guys, uh, but this week they're actually focused on, you know, reaching out to the outside of the EOS community, which is of course something uh, very important. EOS has an epic story to share and a lot of crypto community doesn't know it and, and you know this week that the ENF team is out there at Europe's premier crypto event and really uh, you know spreading the good word about EOS and, and what we're doing out here. Um, so unfortunately we won't hear from them uh, today uh, but Eve is speaking tomorrow at this conference at a panel on the main stage with a lot of other uh, highly respected members of the crypto community, other heads of foundation. So that should be a really good uh, panel, a good opportunity for EOS to tell its story to the wider, wider crypto space. All right. Thanks, uh, Martin, Drew, Patrick, OBS out here in the chat, sharing some nice graphics. Love it. Um, Okay, I guess some other topics, uh, you know, that we can get around uh, talking about the ENF might as well um, bring up the fact that there was a very interesting MSIG that was put up today. Uh, I know the community has been talking a bit about it on Telegram and on Discord earlier today. Uh, unfortunately, I don't have any additional information to share with you guys, um, So, I'll, but I will share the link to the MSIG here in the chat, and it's basically an MSIG, uh, which seems to be, which is obviously linked to the creation of the EOS Network Ventures. So Eve has talked about the EOS Network Ventures quite a bit on these fireside chats in the past. So this is not a, a surprise that things are moving forward on that front, but this is, is the first on-chain indication uh, of what might come for the EOS Network Ventures. So I know a lot of you guys, um, want to hear more about this, I do too, uh, but we're probably going to have to wait till next week until, uh, you know, Zach and Eve uh, and the rest of the crew from the ENF are, uh, you know, back at the office and again available, uh, you know, to take care of the inside community here, which is all of us here on the fireside and while, uh, and, and you know, they're busy right now uh, at London 2049. Uh, I see Brendan here shared um, one of the original end rants from Eve, which were a series of clips that Eve was recording at the start of the Yelts Network Foundation, talking about a lot of topics, you know, that were very popular uh, discussion topics in the community. So you can go check that out if you want more information about uh, ENF Ventures. All right. Any, uh, yeah, any other comments on that or anyone want to share their perspective, um, you know, on either token 2049 or, uh, yeah, the, uh, the ENF ventures news, I guess from today. 
in the meantime, I'm going to share some pics from the conference that I was able to uh, to find earlier today. There hasn't been much uh, media shared yet from the Token 2049 conference. Uh, I'm sure you know that's coming. Everyone right now is busy being at the conference and networking, uh, as you can see here in. Uh, and some of the pictures that I'm sharing, they're definitely not, you know, the greatest pictures. They were definitely not intended on being, uh, you know, shared uh, necessarily. Uh, but, you know, I wanted to at least give you guys a glimpse into what it looks like out there. Obviously, we can see here by the pictures, very busy booths, uh, which seems to be kind of standard for, for all of these events so far. Liam, I'm going to have to server mute you, but uh, let us know in the chat if you want to jump on. Say hi to everyone. All right, Andrew here in the chat saying that uh, looks like the EOSIO.fund account, which is a new account created here, um, is controlled by a multi-sig that requires two or three consensus from uh, and seven days wait time, which is so these wait these wait times uh, are pretty standard so far from what we've seen from ENF controlled accounts. And from what I understand, the general concept of these wait times is to give the block producers, you know, always a chance to react to any type of transaction and transfer of funds uh, that the ENF um, initiates. So there's always a certain delay of time, you know, for uh, for the BPs to review and take action if needed. Um, yeah, so pretty crazy week in the crypto space right now. Um, FTX going under, Binance potentially stepping in to buy their largest competitor, but maybe not. They're doing the due diligence right now. There's a lot of fear, uncertainty, and doubts in the market. Uh, hopefully, you guys are not too affected uh, by this. I mean, if you're holding any type of crypto, you're obviously affected, but hopefully, uh, if you had balances on FTX, they weren't too high, um, you know, sucks, definitely, you know, sucks for, for the crypto industry right now. Um, but yeah, if you, if anyone has some comments, some words of encouragement to all of us crypto holders, uh, you know, feel free to jump on here, share your thoughts. I guess everyone's too shell shocked to say anything, which is which is reasonable. Hopefully, this show isn't a uh, two-hour-long monologue by myself. But actually, we do have some some guests lined up for today. Um, maybe we can get into that right now. Let me see if Ida from Trust EVM is available here to join uh, to join me on stage. Yes. Hi. Thank you, Stefan. Um, could you hear me? Yes. Hi, Ida. Thanks. Uh, thanks for joining us. I know uh, it's quite early <laughs> in the morning where you are. So thank you very much for, for making the effort and joining us live on the fireside. We appreciate it a lot. 
Thank you. I'm so I'm so excited to be here. Hi, EOS friends. My name is Ida from Trust TV and Marketing Team. And you know, it's the first time to be here. So exciting. Okay. Um, first of all, on behalf of Trust TV, and I want to thank you, EOS community, for supporting us all the time. Many friends have no Trust VM well, uh, but for those who still don't know, uh, I'm, I'm going to introduce uh, ourselves in short. Trust VM is the official EVM on EOS network and will extend the possibility of EOS. I'm linked with a huge Ethereum developer and user, user resources. Trust VM will connect and prosper the EOS ecosystem uh, with EVM-based digital assets and some innovative dApps. As we published the roadmap uh, a couple weeks ago, um, you could check the more details on our Twitter or other social medias. But now I, I want to introduce our hackathon events here. And that's the why I, I want to join the fireside today. Trust uh, Hackathon is ongoing with round two since August. Uh, hold on a second. Let me share the, the Twitter link here. Yeah, I got that. I, so I shared your, uh, oh, there we go. Beautiful. Yeah. Trust EVM Hackathon timeline. Nice. Yeah. And for round one and round two, we carry out a gamified track for developers to build or migrate their projects to EVM testnet. And the 13, 13 winner projects came out in round one, and some of them have made progress on deployment. I, I saw you, you also mentioned in the last fireside chat also. And so stay tuned for them for, uh, to come in, in place. We will, uh, at the time, we will invite EOS community to experience and interact with these projects once launch, once they are ready on testnet. Yeah. In round two now, we have received uh, 34 new submissions and there are still 10 days before submit deadline. Uh, then we will go to the live demo day on November 25, which is the most exciting section. Uh, if you are developers who are interested in joining, just click the entrance link or ask in our Trust EVN channel in this Discord. And but uh, if you are users who has any on-chain projects to recommend to us, feel free to contact us also. All right. But what's coming? What's upcoming next? You know, we have four runs in the pipeline for this long Piero hackathon. Uh, follow the round two game fight. We will start a new round with multiple tracks to attract more projects coming dramatically. Yeah, with um, like um, uh, I I won't tell you the exactly track um, uh, but uh, which track we exactly we are gonna have we will release soon after the round two. So keep your eyes on more hackathon spaces and activations we hold in the future. So um, this is the um almost the introduction to the hackathon events here and let me see if if there's any questions in the box uh, text chat box 
So it seems like Yusel wants to know uh, how he can register, but seems like you you did mention that. Um, and then I shared the link to the Trust EVM Discord channel yeah. in this server. So people who are uh, interested in joining or have more questions, you know, can go in there and find all the information they need, I imagine. Yeah. So, okay. So I think that's the, uh, that's the all. And thanks for giving us this opportunity to join the Fireside Chat. And we will keep updating EVM news and share it with you all. Thank you. Great. Thank you very much, Ida, for joining us today on the Fireside. Anytime anyone from Trust EVM wants to get up at 3 a.m. to join us, we will make room for you guys for sure. Um, so thanks again. And for anyone who has questions, you know, for, for Trust EVM, hit him up on Twitter, hit him up here on Discord. Uh, you know, the team is available to answer all your questions. All right, Esteban coming in here with a self-plug, TrustSwap.Finance, which is a uh, swap platform that is going to be launching on this Trust EVM. Shout out to Esteban for joining these firesides as well. And being an active member of the community, Esteban also has a Pomelo grant last season. Um, so yeah, looking forward to Trust, Trust Swap. move on to uh, the recover plug. So let me share some relevant links. Here's a tweet thread from Eve talking a bit about what happened. Um, and then here's the MSIG um, that recover plus was able to generate in order to save a lot of the funds. So what happened is that um, there's a DeFi application called Pando Rings and there was a price oracle exploit that happened to manipulate Pando Rings WBTC to PBTC price. And as such, there was about $70 million in cryptocurrency that was uh, at risk in the attack, of which the attacker successfully stole about 20 million, uh, 21 million of that, which included 2,166,000 EOS. Um, Pando Rings then proposed a uh, multi-sig uh, transaction provided details of the exploit as part of the Recover Plus program, giving block producers enough context necessary to reach, to quickly reach a consensus and update the account permissions on the hacker's account to prevent further losses. So in the end, 2,020,000 EOS was recovered. So only 145,000 EOS was lost or about 6.7% of the total funds at risk. So that was a pretty nice example of the power of Recover Plus. And it's great to see the network coming together very quickly to, you know, defend, defend, um, defend the interests of the network, basically. So that was cool. Um, another blue paper 
kind of initiatives that are finally blossoming. Uh, you know, this involved Recover Plus, which was its own blue paper. Uh, Yield Plus, of course, another blue paper that was commissioned, uh, what was it, a year ago, published earlier in the year, and then the Yield Plus program went live in September. And in October, they published the October 2022 Yield Plus report. So I'm going to share the link to that document here. Um, I went through it and actually there's some really nice graphs in there. So took some lame screenshots of these graphs and I'm going to share them here. And then kind of going to explain what all of these mean. So some of the highlights that I found uh, interesting in this report, including uh, two new protocols that uh, reached the minimum uh, total value lock to be able to qualify for yield plus result uh, yield plus rewards. So we see uh, vigor lending uh, was qualifying this you know was qualifying up and uh, up and down in September, uh, but now has consolidated well above the threshold with over four hundred thousand EOS collected in TVL. So now they're um, being able to earn. Uh, that 5% yield that Yield Plus offers to DeFi protocols that accumulate a certain minimum amount of TVL. Um, AGG Nudex, um, so Nudex also saw a surge in TVL from 70,000 EOS to 240,000 EOS and now also qualifies for the Yield Plus reserves. So congratulations to those two DeFi protocols for seeing uh, such nice growth in TVL. Um, so another interesting stat is, you know, although we've seen a reduction in both TVL in terms of dollar value and market cap, of course, along with the broader crypto bloodbath that is currently going on, the very interesting uh, metric, though, is that there's been a 7% growth in the TVL to market cap ratio. So that is um, represented here in the fourth graphic I shared. Uh, which shows the relative change in TVL between EOS and large cap L1s. We're actually not necessarily showing the stat, but it, it's related, right? So we can see that the other L1s have lost in terms of percentage of TVL compared to their market cap, while EOS has been doing much better comparatively, which is shown here in that blue graph. So about 10% better comparatively than other layer ones which is which is really nice and it's really you know a testament to how well designed yield plus program has been so shout out to everyone um, that worked on the blue paper that worked on uh developing the product you know this was a collaborative effort from many people from many teams in the eos ecosystem and you know i feel like this october report really highlights the the positive impact that Yield Plus is having in the ecosystem. Okay, so if we take it from the top here, the first image I shared is EOS TVL across all registered dApps. You can see um, it's kind of stable across uh, all of October, except for one mega dip in the middle. And that's from what I understand because um, DFS, I think it is, uh, one of the protocols unregistered for a few days uh, and then re-registered so that, so that TVL that's why you see that dip in the TVL. Um, the next one, we see the trend in the TVL compared to market cap, which I mentioned as one of the, probably the most important metric that you can have. And then you can see these dots here, which represents uh, each data point and then the trend 
that's represented by the line, uh, which is clearly slanted going up and to the right, which is what we like to see on graphs. Um, another interesting one was the market price versus TVL. So we can see that the market price to EOS is kind of slightly correlated to the TVL, um, which, you know, personally, I f uh, find a bit surprising. What wouldn't expect uh, to see an impact so quickly, but nice to see, um, you know, nice to see, nice to see that maybe, you know, even the price of EOS is being positively impacted by this program. So overall, I think, you know, this is a great update from the Yield Plus team. And, you know, hats off to everyone who, who worked on making that possible. I'll give two horns for that, actually. Any, uh, any comments or, um, yeah, anyone else want to jump in here, share maybe some more information on Recover Plus, Yield Plus? Go ahead right now. I, I can add on the yield plus side. So um, so right now, a lot of these uh, projects that have joined are sort of projects that have been existing in, in the sort of in the EOS, EOS ecosystem. Um, but I think a lot of projects or a lot of developers are actually thinking about what what can I build, what can I add, and that takes about a three you know let's say three months to build a, a new protocol. So what I'm looking forward is is seeing the new protocols that actually. Have never touched EOS that are building today or in the next three months and participate and benefit from from this yield plus. So I think um, a lot of people are, are looking into what should I build, you know, what should I do, and 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 join these pro these uh, these programs. So there is incentives out there, and any applications can join. You just need to have a, an eligible DeFi protocol and meet the minimum requirement. So. Um, the man with the rockets. So yeah, looking forward to seeing uh, more protocols join and uh, have a, a long list of DeFi protocols signed up. Yeah, and I mentioned when Trust EVM is released, the Yield Plus program is also going to be eligible for DeFi applications within Trust EVM. So sure. I definitely think that uh, we'll see a big surge at that point. But you know, it's nice to see some old school DeFi apps like Vigor and uh, new decks, you know, seeing an, uh, a renewed interest in, in TVL, you know, from their users and, and, you know, increased TVL from them. So that, that's really good to see. Um, myself, I keep seeing these ads for DeFi box reward percentages, and I'm thinking it's hard to stay away. So it's definitely, uh, definitely working even on me and probably going to uh, increase my exposure to EOS DeFi. Um, you know, especially actually, I was thinking about this just yesterday. You know, the crypto markets are in turmoil. Uh, you know, I wouldn't want to have any assets lended out to, to BlockFi or you know all these all these places where you can earn yield with centralized finance companies. Right now, who knows how deep the Alameda contagion is going to get? So I'm definitely personally staying away from all of those cent centralized lending platforms. And I'm looking at EOS and DeFi Box and the reliability and the track record that they have boosted by this new Yield Plus program and starting to feel like that's, that's a, a really appealing place for me to put some assets to work while still being able to uh, sleep at night and not be worried that my withdrawals will just be canceled. All right. 
right? Lots of lots of memes, rocket images, CAC to the moon, <laughs> yes, to the inverted moon. Um, all right. Anyone else have some thoughts or questions or want to share their their feelings or or or, or maybe what they're doing to uh, earn some yield on EOS right now? Would would love to hear from you guys. And one thing I, I wanted to ask if uh, you guys have thought about was for applications who are trying to take advantage of this Yield Plus program, which sounds like a great program uh, for apps and for the ecosystem, has there ever been any thought of helping these projects reach that $200,000 uh, threshold, uh, maybe even like loaning, loaning out uh, EOS to help uh, projects get meet meet that threshold and take advantage of the program um that's an interesting question um i'm pretty sure that yield plus itself you know is not going to be into business of choosing winners you know in a sense where they would loan money to specific uh, protocol um you know i think i think the best approach for yield plus and the enf is to not pick winners specifically like this in yield plus just you know build the program open to all same rules for everyone good luck out there free market competition let's see who can attract most assets most tvl um so i would personally be surprised to hear that the enf or yield plus is kind of sponsoring uh, uh protocols like that but um but i'm not the enf so i can't answer that definitely Definitely, I guess. But thank you uh, for uh, jumping on the fireside here and asking some questions. We appreciate it. All right, I guess we'll move on uh, to our next topic. Um, might be a quick, might be a, a quicker than usual fireside this week without uh, Zach and Eve here to answer these big questions. Um, but anyways, uh, the EOS Network Foundation has recently announced a new RFP, which stands for Request for Proposals. So this is for improvements to the Antelope blockchain. Uh, software. Um, so this one uh, is called peer-to-peer -peer discovery and is a bit too technical for me to understand, but I'm going to read you guys a small text from someone who understands this stuff better than me. Uh, so the Antelope Coalition, composed of members of Antelope Blockchain's EOS Wax Telos UX, has outlined its request for a proposal for improvements to peer-to-peer -peer discovery. So peer-to-peer -peer discovery is the first part of a multi-stage peer-to-peer -peer rewrite that improves communication between block producers, API nodes, and other nodes. This project aims to improve sync time for nodes as well as reduce the complexity of block producer infrastructure. Uh, this RFP outlines a backward compatible automatic peer discovery option, which would help a user bootstrap a node on any Antelope network and automatically retrieve a list of public nodes to connect to. Um, so if anyone 
I mean, it's kind of self-explanatory to a sense, uh, you know, but don't ask me any questions. I certainly will not be able to answer them. Um, you know, this, this sounds like stuff that our chief infrastructure officer at EOS Nation, Matthew Darwin, would probably be uh, well acquainted with, but unfortunately, he wasn't available to join us today. If anyone else here on the call wants to provide a bit of color commentary on this, uh, yeah, feel free to jump in. Uh, I'd appreciate it. And hop in right quick. I think that you kind of summed it up with that uh, summary that you were, were utilizing. But uh, this this is Stephen, by the way, uh, part of EOS Network Foundation product arm. Um, and the entire idea of this RFP is just, as it states, improving the peer discovery process. Um, and it is meant to where you can kind of uh, connect to any given uh, Antelope-based network. I think that we're going to make the experience a little bit easier for coalition uh, coalition networks uh, specifically, but uh, the general idea is just making the process easier to connect to peers and get in state uh, in sync with the network as soon as possible. Um, this is just something that we've received historical feedback is a challenging part of the experience. Um, so we're just trying to uh, simplify some of the steps there and uh, just make it easier. Excellent. Thank you, Stephen, for, for jumping in here and giving uh, giving some more details. Uh, we've got Daniel Keys here in the chat also saying that um, the EOS node operator roundtable this morning hosted a technical discussion on this topic. And then you can uh, go find some more information in the GitHub issue uh, linked by Daniel. That's correct. And then um, the only other context I might tack on to this is that, uh, as it was also mentioned in that snippet that you were reading, uh, there's going to be multiple stages by which we actually ad address P2P. This first stage is uh, the peer discovery experience, but there's a lot of things just more focused around uh, some of the parameters that you might want to control for net plugin, as well as um, just the way that peers might be managed once connected to if they're doing adverse things. And a lot of those are the things that uh, we'll be digging into deeper with that group in uh, future calls. Excellent. Thank you. All right. And moving on to another technical adjacent topic, let's say, uh, EOS support has been doing some technical surveys for the EOS community, and they recently released an article kind of highlighting their strategy with surveys, why they like to use this, uh, this medium to, to collect feedback. Um, right now, their most recent survey is about uh, block, blocks.log directories. Uh, which is something that node operators uh, care about. So if you work with this um, this part of the EOS network, you know, uh, EOS support, the ENF and the EOS network in general wants to hear your feedback. So it's a very short survey, it doesn't take long, but actually brings a lot of value to the EOS community, especially if you're a block producer. Of course, we wanna, we wanna hear from you guys. Um, on our side, I know uh, Matthew Darwin, our chief infrastructure operator, has been working with EOS support on these technical surveys, and he's found it very helpful 
Um, so shout out to y'all support for all the great work they do. Um, and, uh, and thank you to everyone who, who takes the time to, uh, answer these well thought out technical surveys. Moving on to some news from Upland. So Upland is one of the most popular uh, metaverse application, GameFi application, and it lives on EOS, of course. So that's great. So from time to time, we like to uh, give some updates on what's going on in the Upland uh, world and metaverse. So uh, there's a few few quick news items that I wanted to share with you guys. Um, Upland has just released its first Upland improvement proposal, UIP1. And this basically is, you know, the first step towards giving the community more control over the decisions that impact Upland development. Um, so this specific proposal deals with the proportion of funds allocated to the community pool, which is used to incentivize users and, you know, rewards and prizes. Uh, compared to the Upland pool, which is used by Upland to fund development. So they're putting up a, a proposal to the community, asking the community uh, for their feedback on, you know, how much each of these pools uh, should be getting. So that's nice to see. And there's actually a economic fireside chat that, that uh, Upland held recently. I'll link that video in the, in the chat here for those of you who are interesting, interested in that. Um, Another cool-looking event uh, feature that's been released on Upland is multiplayer racing. So different neighborhoods can win the opportunity for to have tracks in their neighborhood based on how active those neighborhoods are. The players that own the land on those neighborhoods, you can have public-private races. Seems pretty cool. Um, I you know played Upland for a little bit when it came out. Unfortunately, haven't been able to keep up. There's just not enough hours in the day, uh, but uh, yeah, it's cool to see all of this development from, you know, one of the leading crypto apps in the entire space, which of course leverages uh, the fast and cheap transactions that are available on EOS. And finally, big news from Upland today, they've announced a partnership with FIFA for the upcoming Soccer World Cup. So that's pretty cool. Um, seems like there's a few things relating to this uh, to this announcement. Let me share some links here. A tweet, a link to the webpage. Um, so people are going to be able to collect, you know, collectibles from FIFA, uh, some highlight clips uh, from the games, and also uh, buy some outdoor decor for their upland. Uh, properties um, which can be found in shops around Upland. There's a variety of shops. There's a stadium in there in Upland that you can visit, which kind of represents, uh, you know, for, for FIFA for this one. So anyway, so I thought that was pretty cool. This news came out uh, this morning and, and it's great to see, you know, these big sporting brands, you know, associate themselves with, with one of the top projects uh, on EOS. 
So that was very, very cool. Uh, shout out to uh, Drew Block, who says that he bought his grandparents' old house on Upland. Congratulations, Drew. <laughs> so I don't know if anyone here plays Upland. Would love to hear from you guys. Um, but yeah, so that was pretty, uh, pretty cool tidbit of news there I wanted to share. Uh, yes. if you might uh, yes. there you are Yana. Yana. <clears throat> Brandon thank you um, too many mute buttons out here um, but yeah so next next uh, next update I want to talk about is from another original EOS app called wordproof which is a, a plugin for WordPress which allows you to timestamp your WordPress documents um, so that you can prove to the entire internet that you are the original owner of this content as you were the first to post it. And these timestamps are registered on EOS. Um, so uh, the WordProof team is now working on plugins for Shopify, Wix, and Squarespace, which represents a huge part of uh, you know the blogging market on the internet. So when these plugins have, are going to be launched, WordProof is going to be able to be installed in a few clicks on over 50% of all websites in existence and uh, on 78% of websites using a um, CMS. So very cool. Uh, nice to see WordProof still out there, still rocking it, I think. Oh, there you go. Nova Crypto coming in with an interview with Sebastian. Uh, who's uh, an original EOS community member and the CEO and founder of WordProof. So that's great, Patrick. Thanks for sharing. Yeah, that. hello. Hello, everyone. I just want to thank you, Stefan, to mention WordProof. Um, I made some interviews with Sebastian van der Lans. That's the last one that I, the latest one that I made on uh, October 23rd. We made an update about uh, WordProof, about their ENF grant since this year in the Q1 report of ENF that's mentioned. And I made also other interviews in the past, speaking about Shopify, about uh, the Yoast plugin for uh, WordPress, the best content management system, CMS in the world. And they are totally oriented on EOS domain net, they are also compatible with Ethereum, but they are definitely, uh, definitely very committed on EOS. So shout out to Sebastian van der Lans. You can see these videos, this video, and also all the videos that are into the Nova Crypto YouTube channel. You find the playlist. There are playlists into uh, the Nova Crypto YouTube channel. You find the playlist about WordProof. 
you will not miss the video of Sebastian. And there are also uh, other video of the the, la the latest Antelope Swiss workshop that was on October 23rd. And uh, yeah, you can jump in uh, right away and see those videos. Yeah, baby! <laughs> Thanks, Patrick, for uh, for jumping in here and uh, yeah, sharing some of the work you do, including this this uh, interview with Sebastian. I have a little uh, I have a little update still to to to, to communicate here. Um, we have uh, meet together today into the Eden Fractal Wednesday, as every Wednesday. Now the time is changing for sixteen UTC. Since next week, we will meet uh, into the Eden Fractal uh, meetings um, at 16 UTC. That was accepted to a large uh, uh, consensus. Uh, we are using there the, the fractal, the fractally consensus, uh, um, pro the, fract the fractally uh, process. Uh, we have also made our own Eden Fractal Plus process made by Tadas Veitikunas, shout out to him, and also a lot of proposal coming from uh, Dan Sinjoy, shout out also, and other members into the Eden Fractal. So we are very committed. There is a nice engagement. We have Jesse Jaffe joining also of the bees. And we have uh, the Eden Fractal brainstorming sessions. That's a new um, let's say, a, a new meeting that is totally related with the Eden Fractal meetings. That's the Eden Fractal brainstorming session that's big, that's begin on next week, on Tuesday, also at 16 UTC, because we saw that is the, the best time to, to meet together, 16 UTC. So, uh, and the link to, to join will be published into the Discord, Eden uh, Fractal Discord. And I will put also a link to a Bywire article where we are describing uh, how this uh, hidden fractal brainstorming session will go. Basically, that will be with a mind map by mindweb.io. We will, uh, um, that I am building, we will uh, dive into this mind map and brainstorm together. And at the end, uh, about, about what? About the proposals because in the mind map will be the proposal. Each branch will, will be a proposal. And we will go proposal after proposal, very focused on each proposal. That will be one hour call meeting that will be totally recorded. And then there will be a swarm by EOSB Swarm. So I will um, pay for that. And that will give more awareness for the the people that are sending their proposal to the mind map uh, to, to make some awareness for their um, proposal and maybe to go to Pomelo on season four and make a grant. And myself, I am creating for um, Pomelo season four with MindWeb. I am creating a MindWeb mind map, Pomelo MindWeb mind map. Within it, the, the collections let's say you have a collection, you have created a collection on Pomelo season four, you have put in it the project grant owner that you believe in, then you can submit that to the mind map and the mind map will be updated and there will be also a swarm by uh, EOSBs 
to make a good um, awareness, good uh, marketing. So we have to be a little bit more out of the box, going a little bit out of the box to to let know the, the people what we are doing and not being only into our box and between OGs and between uh, beautiful people that we are, but we have also to, to make some um, uh, marketing, outreach, and uh, let show to the world that we have a fantastic community of people very committed and also a beautiful tool. All voilà. right. Thank you. Thank you, Patrick, for this nice update. Um, and yeah, good luck with the with all your projects um just wanted to share uh, just one more thing about the wordpress update um talking about interviews with um with sebastian there was uh, sebastian was actually interviewed by scott stornetta which is unlikely to be a name you guys recognize at this point however Uh, in 1991, Scott published a scientific paper called How to Timestamp a Digital Document, together with co-inventor Stuart Haber. Um, and this paper was actually quoted in the Bitcoin white paper. Uh, in fact, three of the eight references in the white paper refer to this work. So this guy is clearly a very influential figure in the blockchain space, been around since 1991, apparently. He's working on blockchain when blockchain didn't even exist yet. Um, so that's really cool. So I haven't, I haven't had a chance to uh, watch this interview yet, but I imagine um, it'd be quite interesting to see some, some perspective of, you know, what are we like 30 years later, 30 years after this, you know, paper was published, uh, you know, we've got WordProof basically doing exactly this on a large scale at low cost, leveraging the EOS network. So I think that's pretty cool. All right. Um, we're coming up on the uh, last topic I had lined up for the day. I would have hoped that Chris Barnes could have been able to join us. Uh, I know he had a hackathon update he wanted to give and also maybe talk a bit about this Libra a chain that has, that he's, uh, he's been, uh, working with. Um, but I know he was traveling today and he said, you know, if he can make it between travel, between planes or whatever, I don't know that he'd drop in, but seems like he's not here. So I'm just going to, uh, talk a bit about this Libre spin drop that, uh, I stumbled upon this week. So Libre is a new blockchain, um, seems to be, uh, a project by Helios. I'm going to share uh, the link here. Um, but what's what's kind of cool is that they're currently doing an airdrop, but it's actually a spin drop. So you have a random chance of winning a certain amount of Libre tokens. And this is for all users with an EOS, an Ethereum, a Wax, a Telos, a Solana, or a Proton account. So if you have accounts on these chains, which I imagine many of you here have potentially many accounts on EOS and WAX specifically uh, and Telos. Uh, if there was like a dollar balance sometime this summer when the snapshot happened, then you're eligible for the spin drop. So you can go to this 
Libre.org website and uh, spin the wheel, maybe win a bunch of tokens. I don't know. I spun the wheel this week. I won the minimum, um, but I figured I'd share this news uh, with you guys since probably many of you are eligible for this airdrop. Um, unfortunately, I don't know much more about this network, so definitely don't take this as a as a vouch of any kind. That's why I wanted Chris here uh, to talk more about uh, about this project, uh, but he's not here, so maybe maybe we'll do it. Uh, next week. All right, so that kind of kind of wraps it up on my side. Uh, at this point, you know, open it up to the community for the community open mic section. If you've got questions about any of the topics, comments, uh, maybe a question for someone that's currently here with us on Discord, or you just want to say hi or give an update about your project, you know, now's the time to do it. We want to hear from you guys. Hey everyone, this is Dogman, aka Dancing Joy. I want to say hey and thanks everybody for the great call and go EOS. And I also want to just add on to what uh, Patrick is saying. Thank you, Patrick. I'm looking forward to the brainstorming sessions and invite everybody there as well as the even practical meetings. Uh, just a bit of a clarification. So the breakout rooms will start at 16 UTC um, instead of 13, 15 UTC. So we're still going to be opening the rooms at probably 15.30 UTC. So I'd recommend if you want to join to, uh, uh, future meetings and make sure that you're there before 16 UTC because that's when they'll be starting uh, and, and we'll be starting earlier at least. So I just want to add that clarification. And yeah, thank you very much. And go, yes. All right. Thank you, Dan. And yeah, go, yes, for sure. Absolutely, Dan. Nice catch there, Patrick, uh, coming in, sharing an article on Bywire um, about, or sorry, uh, WordProof is actually going to be at Token uh, Token 2049. So Sebastian, uh, Sebastian is there. So that's great to see. Hopefully, uh, you know, uh, WordProof and the NF uh, can connect a bit. And uh, yeah, looking forward to seeing some pictures and some media from from this event, but you know, as always, the people out there are currently, you know, focused on collaborating with the outside community and uh, not prioritizing posting pictures on Twitter, or whatever, which is understandable. But I'm sure those will start rolling in uh, at the end of this weekend into early next week. going to end the fireside chat within an hour that's never happened before we only need like one or two people to say something and it'll last and we'll reach the one hour mark 
But uh, if not, uh, then I guess we're going to wrap it up soon. Yeah, uh, I can't wait the December 9. And I will uh, post soon the poster about uh, the latest uh, workshop of the season. Blue Dog here in the comments saying we should hold a moment of silence for the crypto market. Good idea, Blue Dog. Bitcoin price is currently at 16,300. What the hell? Moment of silence for everyone in the space and our families. That's the best time to work. You are muted. You are muted. Yes, yes, Patrick. I was muted for the respectful moment of silence. For the respect of the silence and all, that's the best time to to make collaboration with the people into this ecosystem and build solutions. However, that the price is not high. Yeah, that's a good point, Patrick. Actually, I read a I read a a post from uh, Anthony Pompliano this morning. His latest Substack. And he talked about this stuff, actually. Um, I'm going to copy that and share it here in the chat. Uh, you know, he talks about, you know, a lot of the tech layoffs going on right now. Of course, that's relevant to the crypto space. A lot of uh, talking about company growth, how to plan for uncertainty and how to best prepare for the next chapter, you know, and how to prepare. And, you know, this bear market is not going to last forever. There will be a bottom. There will be a reversal. And there will be another surge in, in the crypto markets that's guaranteed. The only question is, when is that going to happen? So is that going to be next week, next month, next year, next decade? You know, uh, who knows? Um, hopefully it's not uh, 10 years away from now. Um, but, uh, you know, and then uh, Pomp talks about uh, building your business, building your skills as an individual. And, you know, these are the things that are going to come in really in handy for uh, for the next cycle when when this current bear market ends, um, which which may be longer than we had hoped if uh, if CZ, the rightful king of crypto, doesn't save FTX. <laughs> Yeah. EOS BTC is up. Yeah, so that's kind of cool. Um, obviously, it's kinda, it's a bad day, but you know, um, a lot of coins that that these VC these uh, YOLO crypto hedge fund VC firms you know had invested in, which had spectacular runs in the last bull market. Now that all these VCs are going busto and they need to unload, and they're forced sellers. We're seeing some some really savage retracements on those coins, and and you know, thankfully EOS is not uh, not seeing as much of uh, you know uh, of a drop as some other coins. 
that we are seeing here in the market. So I guess that's good. <laughs> Not much good going on these days in the market, but um, yeah, look, Stefan, look, Stefan, we have all in the hands. We have a beautiful EOS ecosystem, EOS mainnet, UX, Telos, Wax, the coalition, the ENF, the Antelope. We have all on the table. We have all the foods and we can create nice collaboration, be with the people, have a nice fun moment and also professional. And we will be better by doing the best collaboration that we can do when the price will go up. Uh, hopefully, hopefully, uh, we will be ready. And, but we have to be very resilient and continue the adventure because if we are here, it's because we believe in the, the freedom, best independence and all this stuff. So I would say, or maybe, or maybe, we're, just here, or maybe voilà. we're just here to hear these relentlessly positive and enthusiastic comments from Patrick. Maybe, maybe that's why. No, but it's comments. not only me. It's not only me. We have a lot of friends, Stefan. And I, I, know, I, I, know, I, I encourage you, Stefan with all my art to join us into an Eden Fractal on the Wednesday. There is Jesse Jaffe. There was also sure. Michael of Bywire that was joining. There are good people there. We have good fun. We are not only doing um, speculation or uh, Disneyland. We are working like uh, bullish on this uh, on what we are doing because we love what we do and we know also why we do the things. Yeah. And, and I encourage you to, to join us. I know that you are very busy. Unfortunately, you yeah, I'm not, especially Wednesdays because I have to prepare for this show. This is oh, the Tuesday on the Eden Fractal brainstorming session. Join us <laughs> and nice. come in, nice. come in, have jump in. Counter ready for my rebuttal. I like it. You're a great salesman, Patrick. Or oh, we we will do also on the weekend. We are planning to do sometimes on the weekend, so I'm sure. But if you can't, I, I will come every time into this uh, EOS Fireside chat because I respect what you do. Uh, I love the community. We are a good family, and we have to continue to be very resilient, reliable, accountable, all this stuff, and be respectful for each of us and for us for ourselves also and believe in what we do so go eos go antelope go hidden fractal go hidden on eos go all the eos all the ecosystems yeah, <laughs> all right thank you patrick for those positive comments we're gonna leave it there for today thank you patrick for carrying us over the one hour mark for the fireside um but we're going to wrap it up there. So thank you, everyone, uh, for joining uh, today. Remember to sign up for your pop tokens if you haven't done so yet. And um, until next week, take care of yourselves. Take care of yourselves. Let's go, EOS. And let's go, EOS. Let's go, Eden on EOS. Let's go, Eden Fractal.